The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. A 20-year-old girl goes jogging, and she's never seen alive again. Jury selection commences in the case of Molly Tibbetts. This is how it started. This is not like her. Dalton Jack is living in a nightmare. I figured, you know, I'd speak to her in an hour or so. And right now, it's one he can't wake up from. I came home as soon as her mom said that she called the hospital and she wasn't there. The last time the 20-year-old saw Molly was on Wednesday at 10 p.m. when he opened a Snapchat from her. It was just a selfie with the caption, and I don't remember what the caption said, but it looked like she was inside. He never thought he wouldn't hear from her again. When he said her early Thursday morning, he didn't notice the message hadn't been read until her friend called late that afternoon. One of her co-workers called me and said Molly had not called into work that day and she hadn't showed up and then I looked at the messages and she hadn't opened or read any of them so I started getting in contact with her friends and her family saying hey have you seen her have you heard from her and everybody came up with the same thing no I haven't seen her since yesterday that very scenario throws suspicion immediately on the longtime boyfriend at whom's home Molly was staying you are hearing from our friends Angelina Salcedo, WOITV5, there in Des Moines. The search was on for Molly Tibbetts. You know, if they're listening, then I would just like them to know that, imagine this was you. Everybody has a Molly in their life, a person that has affected her, um, them in a way that she affected everybody standing up here right now. And imagine if this was you, somebody had taken your Molly. Um, wouldn't you want to help? Wouldn't you want her back? How would you feel? Just do the right thing and, you know, let her go, pretty much. You were hearing Dalton Jack, that's Molly's boyfriend at whose place she was staying, and went through everything into a quandary was she released video. And in the background, you could see his place. It looked as if she was doing her homework uh, there in his place where she was staying and taking care of the dogs. Again, suspicion on the boyfriend, but yet you hear him speaking out. That's very rare for a suspect 
to speak out. Remember Scott Peterson? He shied away from the cameras and the microphones when Lacey Peterson goes missing, but not Dalton Jack. Now listen to Crime Stoppers' Greg Wiley. What we're trying to do is shake the tree. We want somebody to come forward, even if they're, even if it's not real, at least to start a, a, a conversation with somebody. Um, somebody might know uh, that they're, she's being held by somebody, but would never say anything because if they said something, they may think that reciprocity or, or their life might be in danger. We can guarantee that whoever gives this information up, uh, their identity will be protected. When they put in the tip, they get a random number that matches that tip. So if you're one, two, three, four, five, they'd have to contact us back and say, hey, I saw in the media. Well, in this case, if they got them, if, she, if they got Molly, they're going to call in and say, hey, I see there's a reward. I want to let her go. And then, and then that negotiation will be done with the law enforcement. A reward, a reward issue leading to the discovery of Molly Tibbetts. Her father weighs in. Here's Sandra Smith at Fox News. Rob, when was the last time you talked to Molly? I talked to Molly Sunday for about three hours. We, we talk regularly on the phone. I live in California. Um, she was out earlier this year for my wedding. And so we just talked about she's going to the Dominican Republic for uh, a wedding, her boyfriend's brother. Um, she's getting back to school. As you can hear Molly's father speaking, that's Rob Tibbetts. I see that so often with victims' families. Everything is so normal, so in place, and then it's hard to face the reality that things are not normal, not normal at all. That was her dad. Listen to her mom speaking to KCCI. It is just, you know, an emotional roller coaster. It's a nightmare she's unable to wake up from. Laura Calderwood can't look anywhere in her hometown of Brooklyn, Iowa, without seeing her daughter Molly's face on a missing person poster. It's a reality check every time I see one of those posters also, you know, it's like she's gone. 20 year old Molly Tibbetts vanished nearly two weeks ago. Her mom immediately knew something bad must have happened. I knew something was terribly wrong. She wouldn't not go to work. My greatest fear is that we wouldn't find her. Um, but I can't go there right now. Calderwood says Molly was seen out on a jog around 7.30 p.m. on July 18th. To the best of my knowledge, I believe she did make it home from the run and um, was in Dalton's home. The family says evidence shows Tibbetts was doing homework on her computer after her jog that night. Or was she? As the mom and the dad try to face the new normal, their daughter missing, the search ensue, ensues. Here's ABC's Alex Perez. The search for missing Molly Tibbetts has come to a tragic end today. A body was discovered early this morning in a farm field southeast of Brooklyn, Iowa. We believe it to be the body of Molly Tibbetts. She was found in a cornfield and there were corn stalks placed over the top of her. And tonight, a suspect in custody, 24-year-old Christian Rivera. Police say Rivera led them to her body this morning and confessed to her murder. The case will be prosecuted by the Iowa Attorney General General's Area Prosecution Division, and first-degree murder carries a penalty of life without the possibility of parole. According to authorities, Rivera encountered Molly Tibbetts near the intersection of Boundary and Middle Streets in eastern Brooklyn, 
while she was out jogging. He actually tells us that he ran alongside of her or behind her. And then at one point, he tells us that Molly grabbed a hold of her phone and said, you need to leave me alone. I'm going to call the police. And then she took off running. He, in turn, chased her down. With me, an all-star panel. At this hour, jury selection, voir dire, is underway in the trial of Christian Bahena Rivera, age 26, age 24 at the time, in the murder of this young girl, 20-year-old, Iowa College student Molly Tibbetts with me. Francie Hakes, you know her well, former federal prosecutor, podcast best wor- best case, worst case, senior producer, Fox's America's Most Wanted. Dr. Angela Arnold, renowned psychiatrist, joining us from the Atlanta jurisdiction. Professor Forensics, author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon and star of a new series, The Piketon Massacre, returned to Pike County on iHeartRadio, Joseph Scott Morgan, but first to Emmy Award-nominated reporter, anchor, Anjanette Levy, joining us in Davenport, Iowa, for the trial. Anjanette Levy, what's happening? Well, Nancy, all of the jurors showed up, the prospective jurors this morning. They are being held in a... It's basically a huge convention center area, a huge room that's been transformed almost into a courtroom for jury selection. Because of COVID, they are distanced. Their seats are six feet apart. Six feet apart. There are about 200 people in there right now. And they're, it's a slow start so far. They're just getting started with printing off things for the jurors. The questioning will begin momentarily. Um, Christian Bahena Rivera is in there with his attorneys, as are the prosecutors in the case. So uh, jury selection is expected to take, to take about two days. Time is a luxury for us, especially if you're a mom. That's why we need a skincare routine that's easy, fast, and gives us results. Plus, what if your products had thousands of five-star reviews? Were natural and affordable? Well, say hello to Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Not sure where to start? I highly recommend the Work System. It's everything you need in one powerful package. Take out the guesswork with a proven routine that includes a gentle yet effective cleanser, a super skin toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. See what everyone is raving about. From serum sets to the always sold out retinol alternative TBT cream, you'll find your perfect skincare match. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally five stars. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com for 20% off with code GETDIME. That's dimebeautyco.com, code GETDIME for 20% off. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. 
Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Let me understand something. Uh, Anjanette Levy with us, Emmy-nominated reporter and anchor. The location, the venue of this trial has been moved from the original location where the murder occurred to, I believe, and that would be Woodland County, to Sioux City, and now finally Davenport, which is Scott County. Is that correct? That's correct. It's Scott County, Davenport, Iowa. It's about an hour and 40 minutes from where this happened. And why the three changes of venue, Anjanette? Well, they've been really concerned about the amount of pretrial publicity in this case. This made international news. And really, um, in 2018, when it happened, the governor spoke out about it because um, Bahena Rivera is an undocumented immigrant. The president of the United States at that time, President Trump, he spoke about this on the campaign trail and in rallies that he would hold. Um, Really, people were using this to try to say we need tougher immigration laws. But um, Molly Tibbetts' parents have said that her she wouldn't want that, that she was not against um, immigration or people trying to come to this country to improve their lives. So they don't want her death politicized. So there's been a tremendous amount of publicity surrounding this case. Francie, changing venues is nothing new. It happens all the time. And I have no doubt there will be a jury impaneled that says they can be fair and impartial. Many of first of all, not everybody cares what the media says. Alert. And second, uh, it's been done before and much more highly publicized cases. Well, you're right about that, Nancy. And the reason for a change of venue, of course, is because the judge wants to ensure that he gets that fair and impartial jury. And here, as I'm sure you'll agree with me, as in every case, the case is won or lost in jury selection. Who you put on the jury, who is going and who's going to vote on guilt or innocence is where the case is won or lost. It's so important to get jurors who can be fair and impartial, but most importantly, can be discerning jurors, can actually separate the wheat from the chaff and ignore the crazy, uh, you know, balls in the air distractions that the defense attorney is going to throw and focus on the actual evidence of the case. And so I hope that's what happens. The defense attorney has a lot of mud to sling in this one. Let me tell you, we've already had statements thrown out because a translator recited Miranda guys we were talking about the trial jury selection happening right now in an Iowa courtroom in the case of a young jogger absolutely stunning Molly Tibbetts last known to be at her longtime boyfriend's home she was taking care of the home while he was away taking care of the dogs and she showed up in a video a FaceTime or Snapchat and you could clearly see the background Then she goes on a jog. That timeline confusion led to a lot of problems and a very bumpy road in the investigation. But what what we are hearing now is that even with two changes of venue, still there's going to be difficulty striking an impartial jury. That jury selection is going on right now. And Jeanette, let me ask you this. Is there going to be sequestration for the jury? Uh, No, Nancy, uh, there will not be a sequestration of this jury. Well, 
Let's hope they keep it that way. Guys, the trial is commencing. What will the jury hear? Well, take a listen to Alex Perez at ABC. According to authorities, Rivera then panicked and got mad. He tells us that at some point in time he blacks out and then he comes to near an intersection. Rivera told police he then drove to a cornfield in Guernsey where he dragged Tibbetts on foot for 20 meters and left her face up and covered in corn leaves. No one has said this was a sexually driven crime, but it certainly fits the pattern of dozens and dozens of sexual predator attack type crimes. Authorities say an autopsy is being done and have not yet released a cause of death. Rivera has been charged with first degree murder. And of course, in this jurisdiction, there is no death penalty. The death penalty was abolished for the second time in Iowa around 1965. Therefore, you can kill as many people as you want to in that jurisdiction, even when you're behind bars and you will not get the death penalty. You know, Joe Scott Morgan, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State University, author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon, death investigator, Joe Scott uh, the scenario I understand is that Rivera, and I'm going to circle back to you, Joe Scott, about forensics regarding his very distinctive black Chevy Malibu with, quote, unusual markings on the side, which really led to his arrest. But tell me if this is your understanding, and I want you to connect it to what we know about in the autopsy the perpetrator, illegal immigrant, or as Anjanette Levy says, unlicensed worker, Christian Bahena Rivera, is driving along in his black Chevy Malibu. He sees Molly Tibbetts minding her own business jogging. She is wearing fluorescent tennis shoes, a pink jogging bra, and running shorts. I believe she had earbuds in her ear. And she's jogging after finishing a ton of work for school. It's in the early evening, still quasi-daylight. He speaks to her. She continues to run. He gets out of his vehicle, starts jogging along beside her, then tries to grab her, I guess, iPhone or, or device she had in her hand. She then says, get away from me, leave me alone, or I'll call 911. That infuriates him. Then he says he, quote, blacks out. And the next thing he remembers is that he looks down, sees her earpiece in his lap or hand, and suddenly realizes, oh, her body is in the trunk. Then hides the body, drags the body, and hides it and covers it with corn stalks. Is that your understanding of the facts? Yes, it is, Nancy. That is my understanding of the facts. Okay, how am I going to prove that forensically? Well, I think that probably one of the key things here is uh, you mentioned her phone. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he, he's, he's talking about this like he's giving them the roadmap here, Nancy, saying that, you know, he, she held out Joe the, Scott, the iPhone. Joe Scott, yeah. Joe Scott Morgan, look, yeah. I know that you are a renowned death investigator. Mm -hmm. But there's a little thing called Miranda. Miranda writes, yeah. come on, you've seen them on yeah. TV. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say will be held against you in a court of law. Here's the problem. None of that's coming in because he spoke to police for hours, hours. And the translator omitted, whether honest mistake or not, the one phrase, anything you say will be held against you in a court of law. 
She left that phrase out. She says she recited it from memory and didn't read her card that you're supposed to read it off of. Hello, police training 101. So none of that's going to come in. Yeah, it's not going to come in. But what we do know, what we do know is that there can be electronic tracking Mm -hmm. and specifically where she was with that phone. Now, if that happens to marry up with a comment that he made, God bless him. So be it. But we can put her in that position where she disappeared or vanished from that moment in time. And then she was, you know, taken off and God only knows what he did with her after that. So, yeah, he was not Mirandized appropriately, okay? But you still have this electronic fingerprint that we all carry now, and it follows us everywhere we go. And that's solid evidence, Nancy. Hey, there's something else. I don't believe her Fitbit or the murder weapon were ever found. And anybody jump in. If you know more, if there's been a development in the evidence, I want to hear it. Uh, I find that very significant because in my mind, actions taken immediately after the deed under the law come in as evidence that go to scheme, frame of mind, course of conduct, knowledge of guilt. Okay. And I think I know who it was, the defendant, which hey, is indication of guilt. Jump in. Is that Francie? Hey, Nancy. Yeah. Francie Hakes here. You know, I think it's really interesting uh, and significant that we're not going to be able to use or the jury's not going to be able to hear the defendant's effective confession. But really, the police have something almost as good, and that is that he led them to the body. We not only have the forensic evidence on video seeing his truck, but we have him leading police to his body, and that's not suppressed. That is not suppressed, Francie. And another thing, you're right as usual, uh, Francie, is that when he led them to the body, which, I mean, let me break it down. If you're leading police to an as-of-yet undiscovered body, how did you know where the body was? It clearly shows that he's the killer. Um, But at that time, he was re-Mirandized correctly, and he continue talking. Those statements will come in. Time is a luxury for us, especially if you're a mom. That's why we need a skincare routine that's easy, fast, and gives us results. Plus, what if your products had thousands of five-star reviews? Were natural and affordable? Well, say hello to Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Not sure where to start? I highly recommend the Work System. It's everything you need in one powerful package. Take out the guesswork with a proven routine that includes a gentle yet effective cleanser, a super skin toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. See what everyone is raving about. From serum sets to the always sold out retinol alternative TBT cream, you'll find your perfect skincare match. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally five stars. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com for 20% off with code GETDIME. That's dimebeautyco.com, code GETDIME for 20% off. The journey to a smoke free future can be a long and winding road, but if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. 
Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zin.com. That's zyn.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Listen to this. Back to you, Joe Scott Morgan. You're talking about um, technology proving this case. Listen to this, Joe Scott. So her phone that I think she was listening to music with and their iPods, don't run with iP- uh, earphones, earbuds, please don't. As tempting as it is, I have to tell my daughter this all the time. It shows... On the phone movements, Joe Scott, I'm going to let you explain this, that she's apparently running along this rural road where there's no crime ever, and then suddenly she's speeding away as if she's in a car. That's what her cell phone shows, Joe Scott. Explain. Yeah, you know, I've, I've got a, a, a fitness tracker on my phone as well, Nancy, and it, it actually records pace. It, it, it will demonstrate electronically. It gives a, a record of how fast uh, you're moving at a particular time. It'll even show changes in elevation, Nancy. Did you know that? No. It'll change. It'll show you directions, changes in elevation. It'll show you temperature changes, which is absolutely fascinating. Me, when I get back from a run, I'll check this sort of thing. So the amount of information that is detailed and contained therein and held that you can go back and resource, I can look at, at my phone, go back, months and months and months mm-hmm. and look at my progress same with this okay They're so if you're telling me you go back months yeah. and months to look at your elevation i'm gonna yeah. cook you up with dr angela arnold when we finish today <laughs> guys we are talking about the disappearance and the murder of a, a, just a beautiful young girl on the inside and out 20 year old molly tibbetts a a student there at iowa state university i want you to take a listen to our friends at abc7 Christian Rivera used false identification to get hired, his employer said today. The murder suspect worked at a well-known Iowa dairy farm for four years. The owners calling him a good worker also say they were stunned to hear he allegedly led police to Molly Tibbetts' body in a cornfield. A quote, good worker. He may have been a good worker, but what he did on his own time um, is coming into play in this court of law. The trial underway with jury selection. I agree uh, 100% with former prosecutor Francie Hakes, who says the case is won or lost once you strike a jury. Once you put the 12 in the box, frankly, it's over. You've got to know how to strike a jury. Now listen to our friend Rob Elgis at ABC7. Mr. Rivera, did you kill Molly Tibbetts? Shackled and guarded, Christian Rivera arrives at a court hearing escorted by deputies, the 24-year-old facing a judge. Mr. Rivera, you have been charged with murder in the first degree. A translator at his side and his girlfriend and family in the courtroom. Authorities say Rivera confessed to abducting and killing Molly Tibbetts while she was out for a jog. Detectives use surveillance video to hunt down Rivera. Frame by frame and in real-time motion and and eventually saw Molly on the video, led us to Mr. Rivera, identifying the vehicle. According to investigators, Rivera was here illegally. The owner of the farm where he worked says Rivera lied. 
What we learned in the last 24 hours is that our employee was not who he said he was. The farm now says when they hired Rivera, they screened him through an older system instead of Homeland Security's E-Verify. Rivera is being held on a $5 million bond. Tonight, the Tibbetts family released a statement saying their hearts are broken. They thanked everyone for their support. Autopsy results might take four to eight weeks, but some results could come as soon as this week. Joining us at the courthouse is Anjanette Levy, Emmy-nominated reporter and anchor. But to you, Dr. Angela Arnold, renowned psychiatrist, joining us out of the Atlanta jurisdiction. Dr. Angie, you hear what the defense is going to be. Now, if the defense lawyers had a choice in this, they may have chosen another defense. But they're stuck with this. They're locked into it, the blacking out defense, because the defendant stated that at the time of arrest and after his Miranda warning that he blacked out after he approached her on foot, getting out of his Chevy Malibu, yanking the phone out of her hand. The next thing he remembers is looking, according to him, is looking down and seeing her earbuds in his hand or lap in the car and suddenly realizing, oh, I put her in the trunk. What is that? You know, Nancy, blacked I, out. I don't buy it. Nancy, I don't buy it. I also don't know how he was able to come up with this. Number three, I don't know how they're ever going to prove that. Was he wearing a Fitbit that showed him pass out? There is no way that they are ever going to be able to prove that this guy had some sort of passing out while he killed her and and conveniently woke up to find her body in the trunk of his car. And I'm just sorry, I don't buy that at all. I am a little bit interested to know how he had the wherewithal to come up with that. Has he used that before? Has he ever done anything like this to anyone before? Does he have a history of mental illness? Does he have a seizure disorder? Does he have a seizure disorder that he's being treated for that makes him black out? But there was too much planning on his part beforehand. And was he on drugs? So there are a lot of questions that need to be answered here before we can believe if this man blacked out while he conveniently killed this beautiful young woman. We are live at the courthouse with Anjanette Levy, Emmy-nominated reporter and anchor as sequestration, excuse me, as jury selection, voir dire begins, coincidentally, French to speak the truth, where jurors are questioned. Typically, at first, they'll be questioned as a group. For instance, do all of you live in this county, Scott County, Davenport? If they're not registered to that county, they can't sit on that jury. Uh, They may be asked as a group, have any of you or someone you know ever been convicted of a crime or accused, even wrongly accused of a crime? General group questions. And then if someone raises their hand, those people will be questioned individually. But yes, Francie Hakes, former federal prosecutor and podcast uh, star of Best Case, Worst Case. Francie, when you're striking a jury, you can get people on the jury that have heard about the case, but no one is allowed that has formed an opinion or thinks they cannot be fair or impartial. That's how you, 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 you strike a jury. That's right, Nancy. And, you know, it's funny. It's called jury selection, of course, but I always called it jury, jury elim- selection because uh, as you remember, I thought well, you were going to say jury elimination. You- Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> well, 
that too. But all you can really do is strike the jurors. I also call it, this is a real dirty little secret. I also used to call it weed the wackos because all you could really do is get rid of the people who seem too eager or too biased one way or the other. And you're sort of stuck with the people in the middle. And can I just say one quick thing about what the doctor said, Nancy? It's such a great point because she brings up how are they going to get in the evidence that the defendant claims he blacked out. And I can virtually guarantee you that defendant is never going to take the stand in this No case. way. So how is the defense going to present any defense at all? And I think the doctor's right. It's got to be medical evidence, if they have any, which I highly doubt. Although you and I both know that they'll be able to find someone that they can pay. A doctor somewhere to say just about anything, as long as you pay them, you're absolutely right. But another thing, that first part of his confession is disallowed. But what he said as he was leading police to Molly's body and what he said upon second Miranda statement will be allowed in. So I think him stating he blacked out will come into evidence. But you're right. Without him testifying to it, it will not carry the same weight. And again, this jury will be instructed during voir dire, jury selection, uh, throughout the trial and before the close of the trial that they are not to hold it against the defendant that he did not testify. And I used to love it when the judge would have to say that over and over and over under the law because it only highlighted the defendant can't take the stand because they're lying. They can't hold up on cross-examination. Um, you're going to hear over and over that under the Fifth Amendment, you have a right to remain silent and you may, quote, take the Fifth. You're not going to testify and you have the right to do that under the Constitution. Time is a luxury for us, especially if you're a mom. That's why we need a skincare routine that's easy, fast, and gives us results. Plus, what if your products had thousands of five-star reviews? Were natural and affordable? Well, say hello to Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Not sure where to start? I highly recommend the Work System. It's everything you need in one powerful package. Take out the guesswork with a proven routine that includes a gentle yet effective cleanser, a super skin toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. See what everyone is raving about. From serum sets to the always sold out retinol alternative TBT cream, you'll find your perfect skincare match. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their product reviews are literally five stars. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com for 20% off with code GETDIME. That's Dime beautyco.com code get dime for 20% off if you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up maybe you're ready to make a switch but don't know where to start maybe you've tried vaping but it wasn't your thing maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products but aren't familiar with the options meet zen america's number one nicotine pouch zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere anytime which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Right now, jury selection before we put the cart before the horse is going on right now in an Iowa courtroom in an area where crime, much less murder, is unheard of. Guys, take a listen to this. According to a preliminary autopsy report, Molly Tibbetts died from multiple sharp force injuries, indicating that she was stabbed to death. Mr. Rivera, did you kill Molly Tibbetts? A judge ordering the suspect, a 24-year-old Christian Rivera, held on a $5 million cash bond. Mr. Rivera, you have been charged with murder in the first degree. Investigators say Rivera followed Tibbetts when she was out for a run, abducted and killed her, then put her in the trunk of his car and dumped her body in a cornfield. This morning, we are learning more details details about Rivera. His girlfriend, Iris Menares, who attended the bail hearing, attended the same high school as Molly. Yearbook photos show them both at the school. They appear to even have been friends on Facebook. But investigators maintain there is no evidence they actually knew each other, saying in a small town, it's not unusual for people who go to the same school together to be friends on Facebook without being personally acquainted. That's absolutely true. I don't know if the Facebook connection is even going to come into evidence. But speaking of evidence, take a listen now to our friend Matt Finn at Fox News. Guys, we are talking about jury selection. It's going down right now in an Iowa courtroom in the long-awaited trial in the death of Molly Tibbetts. Take a listen to Matt Finn. 24-year-old Christian Rivera is expected to appear at Powashee County Court charged with first-degree murder in the death of Molly Tibbetts. Police say that Rivera confessed that on July 18th, the day that Molly Tibbetts disappeared, he followed her on her jog and she became frightened and got out her cell phone and said, get away from me, I'm going to call police. And at that point, he blacked out and says he doesn't remember what happened next, but that Molly Tibbetts ended up in his trunk with a bloody skull. Ultimately, police tracked down Rivera and he led them to Tibbetts' body that he says he hid in a cornfield. You know, uh, the way that they said that is so interesting to me, that he came upon her and then she, quote, ended up in his trunk. Okay, to you, Joseph Scott Morgan, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State University, and author, death investigator, Joe Scott Morgan, not only uh, is her Fitbit missing, the murder weapon missing, but... The way he was really found was because of, quote, unusual markings on his black Chevy Malibu spotted in a neighbor's surveillance video at their home. And they see Molly Tibbetts jogging by. Then they see his black Chevy Malibu going forward and backward and forward and backward, like reversing, then going back by her again, and then reversing and going by her again. What do you think it is about that Chevy Malibu that uh, has been described as having, quote, unusual markings and what was found in the trunk? Well, let, let me just there are a lot of Chevy Malibus out there, Nancy. You can ride around and see them just about anywhere. But something that that draws to mind for a witness in particular, some kind of marking, some kind of design, so for instance, that's on a car, that's going to make it stick out in your mind. Particularly, let's think about how small this little town is, Nancy. I mean, it's tiny, very tiny, and it's going to stand out. And particularly if you're doing odd kind of things with your car, you have automatic recall on that when they think back to seeing this young woman jog down the street. Now, to a bigger point here for me, this guy can black out all he wants. He can say that he doesn't remember this. He does. He can say he doesn't remember that. However, you know what doesn't diminish? Science. 
And the fact that we know that Molly Tibbetts' DNA was found in that trunk is significant. So what are you going to try to argue if you're the defense? Yeah, this guy's just so kind. He didn't know Molly, but he decided to give her a ride in the back of his car. Matter of fact, not just in the back seat, but in the trunk. He held her there. Let me tell you why this is significant. This is significant because we know, as you stated earlier, as the reporter stated earlier, her cause of death, Nancy, are multiple stab wounds. Now, I've worked a lot of deaths in my life, okay? People think gunshot wounds are bloody. They got nothing on stab wounds. And let me tell you what happens. You're going to be losing a tremendous amount of DNA-rich blood. This is not like a partial or touch DNA. This is intact strands, Nancy. He would have had her DNA on him. I'd like to know where his clothes are. Because he would have literally had to have cradled her, and this is very sad, in his arms like a child in order to get her into that trunk in order to leverage her in there. And it takes all kinds of points of contact where you, you've got blood that's dripping everywhere. So we've looked for that at a scene. Even if you try to clean it up, we're going to find it. And her DNA is in that trunk, and there's no way to explain it away. I think my biggest thing here is I want to know what the status of her body was as far as her clothing because I got to tell you, you don't, you just don't stop and slaughter a young woman just at random. I, I think that there's a sexual motivation. I want to know what the status of her clothes were. Clothes missing? I don't know that. Were they ripped off? You know, what did he do with her body during this blacked out time? And that's key here because not only if there's a sexual component, not only will you find her DNA in his trunk. There's an outside possibility that you might find his DNA deposited within her, as sad as that is. To Dr. Angela Arnold, psychiatrist is joining us. Dr. Angie, again, everyone, uh-huh. the jury selection is underway right now, and that means the trial has commenced. Those jurors being sworn in, just like a witness, that they are to tell the truth as they commence answering questions by both the prosecution, the defense, and the judge, if necessary. It will start with four to ten impaling questions regarding uh, whether they can be honest, whether they can be impartial, whether they live in that jurisdiction. Um, we're waiting for the actual general questions to start with this jury. And again, as you heard, prosecutor, former prosecutor Francie Hake say, once you put the jurors in the box, strike your jury, the case is won or lost right wow. there. Uh, to Dr. Angela Arnold, there may not be a sex component to this case, i.e. rape or sodomy, mm-hmm. but I agree with Joe Scott Morgan in the sense that this may be a psychosexual case. In other words, when she said, get away from me, when he first approached her and grabbed her phone out of her hand, that could have triggered, not that this is a defense, in fact, it is not a defense, some type of psychosexual response that threw him into a rage. Sure, sure. And, you know, rages just don't come out of, rages don't come out of nowhere, Nancy, okay? Rage is, rage is from an escalated, he escalated before this rage happened, okay? So we don't, we have no idea what was going on, what, what was going through his mind as he was following her. Hold on. You're cutting out on me just one oh moment. My goodness. Okay. I, I've got you okay. back. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I'm so go sorry. ahead, I'm please. On landline. Okay. 
rage does not just start from nowhere. It just doesn't come out of nowhere, okay? Rage is the end of an escalation in your mood. And so who knows what he was thinking about while he was following her and traveling, no telling what was going on through her mind, his mind about what he was going to do to her and uh, and how this was exciting him. And yes, when she said no and gave some defense against him, it probably did switch him into a very rageful behavior. Okay. Back to the courthouse, standing by Anjanette Levy joining us, reporter, anchor, Emmy-nominated. Anjanette, have you seen the jurors go into the courtroom? Have you looked in there yet? Well, they're actually, um, this is taking place at a convention center. It's not even taking place at the courthouse, so it's a huge room. They are in there, about 200 people, socially distanced, and so the questioning should be getting underway here very quickly. Guys, right now is, in my mind, the single most critical moment of a trial, and that is when you strike the jury. For those of you just joining us, take a listen to Our Cut 22 from KCCI-TV News. July 18, 2018, 20-year-old Molly Tibbetts was dog-sitting at the home of her boyfriend's brother in her hometown of Brooklyn. Last-time boyfriend Dalton Jack heard from Molly was around 10 p.m. The next day, he got the call from her co-workers at a Grinnell daycare saying she didn't show up, setting off an extensive search for the University of Iowa student whom so many in the small Powashee County community knew and loved. Molly is one of the one of the most caring people you'll, you'll ever meet. As investigators scoured the area efforts to find Molly Tibbetts went nationwide. Authorities have intensified the search for missing Iowa college student Molly Tibbetts. The nearly five-week search ended August 21st in a rural Powashee County cornfield with the news no one wanted to hear. We believe it to be the body of Molly Tibbetts. That came after they identified a suspect, Christian Bahena Rivera, after seeing his car on a neighbor's surveillance video. They say he led them to her body. Investigators say Rivera admitted to abducting Tibbetts while she was out jogging, blacking out, and then killing her. One fact instantly injected politics into the case. He is an illegal alien. Investigators say Rivera was a Mexican farm worker who had lived in the area for a few years. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. 
You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. <laughs> 